Hi, I'm Don Braid from the Herald, political columnist. This is Inside Alberta. I'm with Chris Varco, our business political columnist, and we've had another week, uh, week three of the campaign, or week 2.36 or something like that, uh, toward the uh, April 16th election, and we had the debate. And the debate was, it's always a big event in every campaign. It, sometimes it means a lot, sometimes it doesn't mean much at all. The one in 2015 was a monster turnaround for Rachel Notley. And here we had four leaders, uh, Stephen Mandel of the Alberta Party, David Kahn of the Liberals, Notley at Kenny uh, for the other two. And um, I think the general consensus is that it didn't exactly move the dial. But it, because it didn't, it's probably good for Kenny. It was a funny debate. It never really sort of took off. There are some, maybe some structural problems with how they did it. But how did you see it, Chris? I, I agree, Don, as I thought that – I thought the format maybe was, you know, didn't allow for some of the interchange that we maybe have seen in the past. But I also say the one thing that struck me watching it afterwards was how – I guess, scripted everybody was and yeah. what a lack of spontaneity there was between the two. For people like you and me who've been watching this campaign, uh, you know, from the beginning, we heard pretty much all of the lines that we've heard over the last two and a half weeks. For instance, Rachel Notley saying, pipelines, pipelines, pipelines. I've now t- spoke about pipelines more than, you know, Jason Kenney has. We've heard that line repeatedly. Or when Jason Kenney said, are you better today than you were four years ago. You know, the old Ronald Reagan line from the 1980 U.S. Camp presidential campaign. We heard those lines before. Yeah. I was surprised by the lack of spontaneity and the lack of sort of new material. Um, so it seemed to me to be fairly scripted and fairly tight. And then getting to the broader issue, I know you wanted to talk about was who won or lost. I, I kind of sensed that by not losing... Jason Kenney, who is leading in the polls, probably won because I don't think this changes the narrative or the track at all. What what do you think? No, I I agree with you on that. Now, there's a moment right at the end where uh, the the other three got Kenney. The other three were were shaking hands. They're all kind of relieved it's over by the looks on their faces. And there was Kenney over by his podium by himself, sort of looking inward, I thought. And he didn't go over there right away. And then he did. He, he sort of, oh, there they are. And he went over and shook hands with them all. Right. Now that was his, his setup for the entire debate because they, they won the toss or they, in the draw for where the leaders stood. Kenny got the left hand side as you, as we faced them. And Notley was being between the other two. And that was perfect because Jason Kenny wanted to look distinct, totally different from the others. He wanted to look like the like the premier usually looks, the one who's having everybody attack right. that person, right? But Kenny was or rather uh, the premier, Rachel Nolly, was sort of there in the middle, uh, at, uh, coming across almost like an opposition leader attacking Kenny. Uh, and you know the body language that when the people who put these things on and coached them. All these things are important. They talk about angles. They talk about, you know, optics. They, and Kenny did one thing that I thought was really interesting. First of all, I kind of thought he might have moved his podium a bit to be a little <laughs> farther away from the other. I don't think he actually did, but it kind of looked like that. But he did this thing where he turned and he faced them all. He put his arm up, elbow up on the podium and face him. And all of a sudden, they're all facing him and they're looking, looking like they're all coming at him. Just little things like that. He was, he was very well coached. Now, it was still... You know, it was a, it was not entirely predictable, the kind of stuff that was going on. Like David Kahn came out with this crazy thing about 
uh, Stephen Mandel when he was health minister. That was an unusual moment. That was really, here's the liberal leader who's really trying to make an impact. And he's obviously fighting. He, he, his, his opponent is Stephen Mandel, not the other guys, because he needs to win votes that Mandel might win. And he made this crazy statement about, uh, Stephen Mandel having cost lives over a funding issue when he was the health minister. That, that did not go down well. But apart from that, it was high, highly scripted, but yet somehow weirdly chaotic at the same time. <laughs> a lot of crosstalk early on, and then, then they well, seem to, you know, move, maneuver away from that because yeah. they realized that was not going to be productive. But what it, you know, one of the things that really struck me is like they what did they had to accomplish? Well, Jason Kenney had to look like he was uh, going to be the premier. He had to sort of stay above the fray and, and not look like he was going to lose his temper. Rachel Notley needed to, I think, sort of uh, attack, but also appear to bring out a positive message. But I was surprised she didn't talk about things like her childcare plan, which which is like a very exactly. key center point. Yeah. And she didn't talk about the petrochemical diversification plan. And she only spoke very briefly about the, the crude by rail plan. Now, I know some of these are very narrow and some of them are broader, but, you know, if that's the centerpiece of my campaign, I think I would have spent more time trying to talk about that and trying to paint the difference between us. And and I don't know whether she succeeded on that front. Oh, I completely agree that she didn't present herself as the premier. I think she got caught in looking more like opposition than the premier herself and not presenting her view, not looking at the audience and saying, forget about these other people. I am the premier after all, not saying it, but forging it that way, making it look that way, and saying what she stands for. I mean, the the, the child care program is a, a, a huge program. It's a billion-dollar program over years where just about every kid in the province will be in daycare for $25 a day. I think that's it. Yep. And there's a lot more, too. There's diversification. There's the rail thing. And one of the best points she's making against Kenny right now, I think, is that she's the one who will move oil to market, and he doesn't want to because he doesn't want the rail deal. That that kind of that has some impact. And I, you didn't hear that. It all got, it all got uh, caught in the, the strange clutter of this organizational thing they did. What did you think about the, the way that um, Mr. Khan and Mr. Mandel performed? I mean, I, I thought that they, they checked off the boxes that they needed to. Uh, I understand David Khan is a constitutional lawyer now, if you didn't know that before. No, I told you. And that Mr. Mandel is the former mayor of Edmonton. But I, I didn't get the sense that they captured lightning in a bottle here either. No, they're, they're both fighting for a tiny chunk of the vote. Like, they're both fighting to get somebody elected. And, uh, you know, I think Stephen Mandel's probably in big trouble in Edmonton. The Oilers have just flamed out, and he's responsible for the arena deal when he was mayor. So, <laughs> so uh, and and uh, Khan, of course, uh, I think has is, is got a real challenge winning a seat, perhaps the only seat among between the two of them will be Greg Clark perhaps winning Calgary elbow again. So was it but sometimes the smallest fights are the bitterest ones. And the the real little sign of personal bitterness there that I think shocked Mandel sort of sort of came from from Khan. And Mandel of course is a is a, a very amiable guy, very very popular with those who knows him and he's very funny too and he, he the only trace of humor i can't remember exactly what it was he said but at least he said something uh, what have you been funny. smoking you've been yeah, smoking something a, you shouldn't yeah. have it's, you know that struck me as one of the most sort of authentic moments uh, yeah, that wasn't yeah. pre you know that wasn't scripted out and, and and you got some of the authenticity of of who mr mandel is uh but beyond yeah. that i mean but the line itself, minutes. like he's Stephen, Stephen's an older guy, and of course he forgot that when you used to say that about somebody, it would be an insult. But now it's legal, so, <laughs> so it doesn't even matter what Con was smoking, actually. So there's the surround to this for the last 
10 days, uh, 10 or 11 days is going to be as, and once again, this is where Kenny scored because he's so big on the economy and he's got the anger vote. There's no question about that. It's yeah. a big part of the vote. Um, but the economy itself seems to be cooperating with his campaign by looking worse and worse. I wouldn't suggest he wants that to happen. But my goodness, what's been happening in Calgary? And, and this is the battleground. And what's happening economically in Calgary right now is pretty alarming. So maybe go into that a bit. Sure. Please. I'll give you a, there's a, a good piece of news. And then, and then there's a negative piece of news here, and, and I think they're both interesting. One is we've seen crude oil prices quietly creep up over $62 this week. Like that's fairly significant. Companies can make money at $62. That tells you that the curtailment strategy as well as is working for the price differential. Mm-hmm. Uh, the $62 is obviously the U.S. benchmark, so that's not impacted by curtailment. But, but the, the differential is under $10, um, so that generally is good. But here's the bad news. Where's the jobs? Yeah. And the job recovery is still not happening. We saw new job numbers come out just today. Alberta's unemployment rate went down a bit, so that's positive at 6.9%. But I think that's what we're hearing is, is that that's probably because of the fact that fewer people would be looking for work. Um, look at the jobless numbers here in the major cities. Edmonton, 7.1%. Calgary, 7.7% unemployment. Only St. John's Newfoundland is higher at just a fraction above Calgary's at 7.8%. That's not exactly good news. Um, we saw the employment numbers themselves, the absolute numbers change very little. There were some gains in full-time work. There were some losses in part-time work. So it's hard to argue that there's much momentum going on here in terms of creating jobs. So yes, oil prices are getting higher, but when does that translate into employment? And I think a lot of people will tell you it's not going to translate into employment or not much. Yeah, and of course, all of it plays right into Kenny's campaign because he talks about jobs all the time. Right? Notley talks about creating jobs. He talks about the jobs that have been lost and says, I think, and a lot of people believe him at this stage, that you cannot get jobs back with, with the NDP program. Uh, maybe you can, maybe you can't, but certainly the NDP program isn't working yet. Maybe in six months from now it does, right? And uh, so things are on that front are kind of breaking his way. I mean, who would have dreamed four years ago, Chris, that Calgary would have an unemployment rate as high as St. John New- Saint, uh, and Newfoundland, right? It's it's unbelievable. And and of course, Edmonton has been kind of protected over the last few years. They've got the bigger public sector. They've got the bigger university. They've got uh, lots of stuff around that uh, where people are basically on public uh, salaries. And they've been protected from this high jobless rate or this higher jobless rate right. than Calgary is. But they're slipping now. And in Edmonton, people are starting to talk like people in Calgary about businesses failing. And, and they're, they're quite a ways down this trough as well. Whether that matters in Edmonton for the election, I don't know. I mean, Notley, according to polls, still seems to be doing okay there. So, Don, what did you think about the presence of the social issues that we've heard so much of on the campaign trail in the last week? Well, it, first of all, it was a big part of the debate because Notley and the others were all going after Kenny. And, of course, the big thing this week was Mark Smith and the revelation of the things he said about gays and about abortion and about you know how you discipline your children uh, and the fact that Kenny didn't fire him. And, you know, Kenny really had the, the real debate for Jason Kenny was the night before the actual debate because Charles Adler on national radio, the, the famous uh, conservative who's known Kenny for years, absolutely eviscerated Kenny on this. I, I have rarely heard an interview like that. Uh, anywhere and and it just took on Kenny you know and Kenny stuck to his ground you know, Mark Smith is a tolerant man uh, the party's not intolerant the party's very diverse and did all of those things um, you know you have to say that if that doesn't 
start to crumble Jason Kenney's support, it's not going to be crumbled because the, the reality is he's keeping somebody who made those kind of comments uh, in his caucus as he's kept others. And he's going to stay with that position. That's all there is to it. And I have to think that one reason for it is that their polls are not showing them that it's hurting them terribly because the economy is so overwhelming an issue. Well, you know, we've got one of these left before uh, before the vote. The vote comes a week from Tuesday, right? April 16th. Tuesday, April 16th. So uh, we'll be back for that. And uh, the, the last week, I suspect, is going to be very, very interesting. I, uh, you're always waiting for a shoe to drop. I'm not sure if there's one left. Kenny's had so many of them dropped on his head already that <laughs> I'm not sure if there are any left. But uh, we'll see you next week. That's Inside Alberta for today. 